This is The Space Shot, episode 132 for September 23rd, 2017. Nibiru, Doomsday, and Charlatans. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. Doomsday. Today was supposed to be the end of the world, according to David Mead, who claimed that Earth would collide with the mysterious planet Nibiru. Plainly put, that planet does not exist, nor will it pass by Earth today, or ever. On December 21, 2012, Nibiru was supposed to impact our planet, same with the supposed doomsday taking place in 2003. If there was another planet in the inner solar system, it would already be visible, especially if it were close enough to impact Earth. We'd see it coming. I'm linking to a few articles in the show notes that debunk the doomsday predictions that seem to clog up Facebook news feeds every so often. Back in 2012, NASA put together a succinct Q&A on this very subject, and I'm linking to that page as well. I want to briefly read from it here for today's episode. Quote, Question. How do NASA scientists feel about the claims of the world ending in 2012? Answer. For any claims of disaster or dramatic changes in 2012, where is the science? Where is the evidence? There is none. And for all of the fictional assertions, whether they are made in books, movies, documentaries, or over the internet, we cannot change that simple fact. There is no credible evidence for any of the assertions made in support of unusual events taking place in December 2012. In an editor's update on September 20th, 2017, NASA said that, quote, Various people are predicting that the world will end on September 23rd when another planet collides with the Earth. The planet in question, Nibiru, doesn't exist, so there will be no collision. Seems pretty cut and dry to me. Now for the planet X that may be orbiting the sun far beyond the orbit of Pluto, there is a chance that there's a ninth planet orbiting way out there that takes between 10,000 and 20,000 years to orbit the sun one time. There isn't a chance that this yet-to-be-discovered world would magically change its orbit and head on a collision course with Earth. I'm going to be linking to some content for Planet X from NASA as well, so be sure to check that out. On a science fiction note for today, the Star Trek The Next Generation episode Redemption Part 2 aired on this day in 1991. A Klingon civil war drew Worf into the politics of his home planet. This is the kind of episode that I wish had been made into a half-season or even a full-season story arc. The episodic format of The Next Generation gave us some great single- and two-part episodes, but the reset after every episode ended up negating any of the progress that had been made with some of the characters. This is one of the things that makes me hopeful for Discovery, is that its story will be more serialized and we get to develop a conflict and characters over multiple seasons instead of just hitting the reset button at the end of an episode. We'll find out more about Discovery tomorrow, so fingers crossed. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. I'd also appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends and family, and anyone else that enjoys podcasts. Tomorrow, we've got some lunar sample returns and a little bit of sci-fi history. 
I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.